Buckle your seatbelts. We have a very special, stunt spectacular Christian Car Guy show for you today. In so many ways, we have Sammy Maloof. He's a Hollywood stuntman, and, a f- and he was featured in Fast and Furious, Mission Impossible, and he's a championship race car driver as well, so you're going to love to get... <laughs> Whoa. We are losing a few lines here as we're trying to get these folks on the show, but we are going to have an all-out stunt spectacular today on the Christian Car Guys show, and we need to hear from you to tell us, you know, if you have a question for Sammy or you've got a question about, wow, I wonder what it's like to talk to these actors or maybe what it's like to be a stunt driver, 866-348-7884 is a number to call in, 866-34-TRUTH. Welcome, Sammy. Good morning, good morning. How's all my brothers and sisters out there? We are doing wonderful, and we're so glad to have you on this morning. Well, I'm, I'm just excited that you guys want me on this morning. Thank you so <laughs> much for thinking of me. And by the way, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you're going to get to see some amazing stunts. that are. Of, there's a video there of Sammy's, some of his outstanding work. So how cool is it? God had you in a one place out street racing and those kind of things. Can you kind of take us back there a minute? Well, yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> first of all, to all my brothers and sisters and listeners, I just want to start and say this. Listen to me. Nothing's ever as bad as it first appears. The past will never destroy your future. It's only the thoughts of your past that will. God's a good God, and God never, ever, ever remembers your past. If you bring your past up to God, he'll say, I don't remember it. If you say, God will never do it again. He'll say, do what again? He does not remember it. So I want all my brothers and sisters right now to erase every single challenge they've ever had, every mistake they ever made in their life. Because you know what? It's buried in the sea of forgetfulness, and there's a huge sign there that says no fishing. So when you go back into the fishing holes of yesterday, you're trespassing. Let it go. Get a ladder, get over it, and let's build a new future today. Well, you know, years ago when I was, you know, in my teens and stuff, I built myself a, a pickup truck and I started street racing it. And that's how I made my living. I made it through illegally street racing, bare knuckle barn fighting and arm wrestling. You know, that's that's how I made my living. And I'll tell you what, it was a it was an absolute rush at the time. But, man, I didn't realize that I had my head buried so far up the other end of me. I had to look up to look down. Yeah, well, and and. Well, we've got you there for a second. He started out street racing, bare-knuckle fighting, and those kind of things. And also on on the show today to help us out with um, kind of how this is on track, because we've got Andy Bowersox, our on-track-with-Andy guy. Andy, Andy, God bless you, brother. How are you? Uh, Hey, good morning, guys. How's everybody feeling today? Just right. We are feeling right. He's in Atlanta today because you're taking part with Winter Jam down there and doing a prayer walk, right, Andy? Well, I tell you what, I got uh, lots, lots of stuff. I think you mentioned earlier, Robbie, lots of stuff unique and uh, exciting happening on the show today. But I'm just going to take one minute real quick and uh, just let you know that I am part of a team right now that is circling the Georgia Dome seven times today. We have seven different themes that we're praying for each lap around this thing. And it is in conjunction with the Winter Jam concert that's happening there tonight. It's, uh, it's by far their, their biggest event. There's, uh, you know, good grief, almost 50,000 people that we're praying for to show up for this thing. And, and because of some unique things that are happening, probably the largest unchurched group to ever show up. 
So uh, if anyone listening can, can join us in prayer for that tonight, we would certainly appreciate it, and we are uh, looking forward to God doing some amazing stuff down here. But for the for the time being, like uh, we're going to have a few minutes with Sammy here, and i, I got to tell you, Sammy is one of my favorite people. I haven't seen him in, let's say, it's been probably two years since I've seen you. Yes, sir. But uh, if I remember correctly, when I met you within 30 minutes, we were in a blue Camaro, like a 69 Camaro, drifting through the streets of L.A. with that baby. And that was my first introduction to Sammy Maloof there. So very yeah. excited. And, uh, and uh, you know, we'll probably talk about some of your motor stuff, but also the, the ministry things and where your life is about right now, too. So it's going to be a good show, I'd say. It is. And then I should mention also, coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Well, if you're going to be a stunt driver, or if you're going to be a championship race car driver, you will need a helmet. Well, this week, <laughs> interestingly, I got a whole new understanding of what that helmet of salvation was from Ephesians 6. I actually do a Bible study, of a devotion at a retirement home where I have this 102-year-old saint by the name of Miss Beck. And if you could have seen the look on Miss Beck's face when she, you know, it was a really cool thing to know, Andy, that at 102 you can still see something new in the Lord that you hadn't seen before. If you could have seen the light come on in her eyes, and Miss Beck got a new helmet, and and we're going to help you get that new helmet, and that's coming up at the end of the show <laughs> on our appraisal by the Real Black Book. You're going to look forward Real to that. Black. It's out of Isaiah 59 and Ephesians 6, so we're going to be going there. But let's go back to Sammy, and we're going to be <laughs> drifting through the show like that. And, and, and God got a hold of you, and some amazing ways from street fighting and street racing and now you're doing all you have this amazing platform to share the gospel as a stuntman yeah you know like i said you know i made my living three ways i made it in bare knuckle barn fighting illegally street racing and arm wrestling i made two to five grand a week in illegal street racing out here in la from riverside county to ventura county and then the Mexican people hired me to go to a place in Mexico called Michoacan. So I went to Michoacan, Zacatecas, Apatzacan, Tecate, and Chihuahua. And I raced for them for $100,000 street races. I mean, I've got the old VHS tapes that with people on them with AK-47, people getting shot in front of us for suitcases of money. You know, and I in, in one day, you know, it was so, it was the weirdest thing. I thought I had it all together, but I really didn't. You know, I was having a good time doing it. And one day, you know, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And all of a sudden, it's like God reached down in the pit of hell and grabbed this, the slimiest thing you can grab, and it was me. But the great thing about God was this. This is the most supernatural thing. God never told me to quit racing. He told me to quit illegally street racing. He never told me to quit fighting. He told me to quit fist fighting. And he never told me to quit arm wrestling. He told me to quit arm wrestling for money. God told me that he gave me my gifts and talents. See, every one of us, sisters and brothers, listen to your brother Sammy. Every one of us, God has given you gifts, talents, vision, calling, and purpose. That's God's gift to you. What you do with them is your gift back to him. And the greatest thing about this is God's your promoter in every area of your life. He is your promoter. In Psalms 37, 4, God says, I give you your heart's desire. He gave it to you. He wants you to have your heart's desire, and he wants to be there, part of it, all the way through to, to get it met for you so you can live on this earth with 
supernatural victory in everything you do. That's the greatness about the God we serve. Yeah. And so <laughs> here we find Andy. Now, when you, how did you meet uh, Sammy? And can you take us back there? Well, yeah, like as you know, Robbie, our segment typically is about ministries and things that happen at the racetrack. And so, uh, so a couple of years ago, we were in California at the uh, Fontana Raceway there. And our, uh, our ministry also does NASCAR-themed evangelistic outreach events. And so somehow, Sam, I'm not sure how we got connected to you, but you had brought your stunt car out to that event. And, uh, and so we met you there and kind of partnered up with your ministry. And then Sammy was at the racetrack with us, and then we got invited to come back and see his shop. And, uh, and that's kind of, a, kind of a good segue. Like, I think our listeners, Sammy, this is the Christian Car Guy show, and they'd kind of like to know, like, how did you turn legit there? And, uh, and like, what is it you did for, uh, for, for uh, what's the word I want? Like, this legit is the only thing I can think of. But, but uh, to make a regular living, how did you go from being the kind of underworld scene to what you're doing now? It was the decision. See, I understood. Uh, when God, I told you, when he reached in a pit of hell, I had to spend time with God after that. When I got saved, it was like <clears throat> the whole light went on. God quickened my spirit, made it alive, and the light switch went on in me. And I started telling God, look, it, I can give you five minutes because you got to remember something. I came out of the world. I was like a BB in a beer can. I was everywhere, man. I mean, I had so much energy that that, that rotate my friends at the end of the day because I'd wear them out. Well, I tell God, my mentor told me, look it, when you make a promise to God, just keep your promise. And if you do blow it, you know, just ask for forgiveness. So I realized that there's no condemnation in there. So it really wanted to make me not want to make mistakes with God. So I would promise God little things that I could do because that's, that's, I was a baby. So I told God, I had my own home. Nobody lived with me. I told God this. I said, tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock, I'm going to meet with you. And I had a two-bedroom house. One be- My back bedroom was empty, just the bed and everything in it. And I told God I'd meet him there at 6 a.m. in the morning. Man, I was up at 5 o'clock, showered, shaved, cleaned up. Wow. There was two- well, Sammy, I hate to hold you there because we just got you cleaned up <laughs> to meet with God, and we're going to find out the under- other end of that story. But this is a live show today, and if you've got a question you always wanted to ask a stunt driver, maybe you're wondering what his favorite stunt was or something, you call us, 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four. A whole lot more Christian Car Guy show coming up. Stay tuned. You are listening to a very special stunt spectacular edition of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Today we got Sammy Maloof with us. Andy Bowersox on track. And as always, I would encourage you to go to ChristianCarGuy.com. You're there. You can see a video of Sammy in action, but also hook up with his ministry, see what's going on there. Hook up with Andy's ministry, Energize Ministries, which works with our pastors throughout the country. And they're there, Pray for Our Pastors tour that's going on. You can find out about that at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as the Jesus Labor of Love, free car repair labor, single moms and widows across the country. I am so blessed Every single day we have stuff coming in and going out of that. And, and it's so cool to see how God's at work taking care of his people. Again, it's all at ChristianCarGuy.com as well as thousands of tips where you got something you're struggling with. You want to ask an expert, there's an Ask an Expert page where you can go to any of our 
Christian Gar guys we have on here regularly. Maybe you can even ask Sammy a, a performance tip because he's got a, a race engine shop today. We're going to find out more about that. But it's all at ChristianCarGuy.com. But today, you can call us and find out 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. This is a live show. We would love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. When we left our hero, Sammy, you were all getting cleaned up to visit with God. Sammy, we hated to cut you off right there, but okay. you're all cleaned up now. What what happened? <laughs> so anyway, I... I told God I'd meet him in the morning, so I put two chairs in my back bedroom. One was for Jesus, and one was for Sammy. And I told God I'd meet him there at 6 a.m. in the morning. Well, I was there ready to go. I walked in there, and I looked in that room, and there was just two chairs. Now, listen to this. I walked in there, and I sat down in that chair, and I didn't know what to do. I was just a baby Christian, but I knew that I had to meet with God. And I started, you know, just praising the Lord. All of a sudden, a volcano was going off inside my head. My mind was screaming. It was going, the, the enemy was bombarding my mind, and little did I know it was him at the time. But he's telling me, there's nobody in that chair. What's the matter with you? Then you're into this spiritually spooky stuff. They don't care about you. You don't care. My mind was screaming, so I told God, I said, excuse me one minute. So I got up, and I walked out of that bedroom, shut the door, walked into my bedroom where I had like a bodybuilding mirror in front of my bed. I walked over to that mirror, and I spoke to that mirror. I spoke to me. I said, Sammy Maloof, you're going to go in that back bedroom, and you're going to worship the creator of this universe. I will make you sit in there till next Wednesday. I spoke to my flesh. I walked back in there. I sat down. I told God I could only give him five minutes, so that's all I gave him, five minutes of praise. But the next day, I gave him five minutes, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. Same thing consistently. And then it went to 10 minutes, Robbie. Then it went to 20 minutes. Then it went to 40 minutes. Then it went to an hour. Then an hour and 10 minutes, 20, 40. At the two-hour mark, I heard God's voice. Wow. And he marked me. That was 20-some years ago. And I'm telling you right now, it is an absolute supernatural rush to walk with the Lord. From legs growing out, eyes opening up, cancer leaving, um, me being translated through vehicles two, two different times movie sets where cars blown up and I was standing next to the car and the cannon went off, blew up next to me, engulfed me in flames and not one hair on my body was touched. But I learned walking with the Lord, no weapon formed against you can prosper. Man, I know sometimes it looks like the like King Kong is banging at your door, but I'm telling you, at its very worst, at its rottenness, at its upside down stench, it's not that bad. God is still the same yesterday, same forever. Hebrews thirteen eight. Hey, hey, Robbie, I'm going to cut in here just a second. You know, I'm listening to Sammy, and Sammy, you said that was what roughly twenty some years ago, right? When you yes, first sir. had your like Jesus encounter. Yes. And I think that there's, you know, Robbie, you sense the passion. It's like Sammy has not lost one ounce of passion for the Lord <laughs> and all that the Lord has done I, for I definitely him. sense that. But yeah. but you know what? You know what? You know what I take away from this, and I think our listeners need to need to really focus in on is. It was a few minutes a day that Sammy committed to spending time with Jesus, right? And that few minutes led to more minutes and more minutes and more minutes. And yeah, Sammy's God said, to... if you're faithful in the little. See, listen to me, guys. Sometimes it looks like nothing's happening. It feels like nothing's happening. It seems like nothing's happening. But that doesn't mean nothing's happening. Look at some of my sisters out there that, are, that have gotten pregnant. 
when they first got pregnant, it looked like nothing happened. But man, nine months down the road, there's a lot happening. You just got to stop and realize that, yeah, you got to stop and realize that just because well, it looks like nothing's happening, it doesn't mean nothing's happening. That's that's true, and, and I'm just gonna like I'm gonna drill into that. A few minutes a day, you know, you have you build a relationship. The relationship grows almost organically like that, and it's certainly supernatural, like Tommy, like uh, like Sammy said. But anyway, that's uh, like that's a great capsule right there. And Sammy, give us a little bit more about like you know you you made that decision. But what is what is your business today? Like tell tell our listeners what is you actually do on a day to day basis. Well, I am a Hollywood stuntman. I build race cars. I race all over, but and I speak all over the United States and out, and out of the country as well. But I'm a big-time Christian. And I, here's the thing, man. As a stuntman, that was a desire of my heart. Psalms 37, 4, God said, I give you your heart's desire. He's the one who opened the doors. I didn't have to go promote myself. I just got tight with God. And he's the one who sent people across my path and opened those doors up. Now, as a stuntman vehicular stunts that's my specialty i jump cars i flip cars crash them wreck them skate them ski them drift them in every way imaginable and then i build race cars i've had my race car shop for 31 years here and i could take and all i do is build you know detroit stuff ford chevy chrysler pontiac buick oldsmobile and cadillac well i should say chevy for a chevy ford then that's how it goes boys but um, maybe the man after your own heart there, Robbie. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> so, you know, because God drove a Chevrolet, it says, in, it says in the beginning, in the book of John, it says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, and God drove Chevrolets, and that's it, done. <laughs> he just used Fords to get there. No, I'm just kidding. I built all of them, all Detroit Iron, are all good, man. Yeah, and there's uh, and there's quite a bit of like I would call it performance testing that takes place right outside your shop door. There is there. Yeah, but we do a lot of we 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 like guys like like Andy to come by all the time. You know why? Because we put them in the car and we watch them get pretty much white knuckles when we start doing three sixties <laughs> down the street. But Andy was pretty good at it. He didn't he didn't say too much. Oh, I hate we got to go to another break because we are just fixed the drive or drill down a little bit into uh what is going on in hollywood because obviously sammy's there front and center we got so much more christian car guys show coming at you plus miss beck's helmet you're going to find out about that coming up in our appraisal by the real blacks book so stay tuned we got so much more show for you maybe i should have had breakfast a little brekkie could be good for me no 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 stay focused speed Faster than fast, quicker than quick. I am lightning. Hey, lightning, you ready? Oh, yeah. Lightning's ready. I'm American made, but lightning is ready today on the Christian Car Guys show as we have a very special stunt spectacular edition of the Christian Car Guys show. We are so blessed to have Sammy Maloof along with Andy Bowersox, our on-track guy here. But Sammy has been a stunt a stuntman in Hollywood as well as a championship race car driver. We didn't even begin to talk about that. But today is your day to get in on the action. We would love to hear from you. You can certainly call us. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in. And Sammy, I know uh, one of the questions I have is, as you are there on the set with these actors, do you ever have a chance to engage them with your faith? Yeah, absolutely. 
know, I I do, and it's it's an absolute blessing because they realize that I'm not like, you know, the other people. I don't follow the crowd. You know, I just I'm I am so at peace on who I am, and and I, when you have that kind of peace, you have power because the Bible says peace promotes power, and you're sure-footed. You don't second guess. You don't have to worry, but you still have to use wisdom when it comes to delivering messages, you know, and that's why the Holy Spirit is our helper, John fourteen twenty six. I just wait for the opportunity, and then when it is, I don't bang them in the head about Jesus. Most of the time they ask me, and then I just I just have an opportunity to to, to share how awesome my Heavenly Father is, because most of the time they always ask me after they go, man, I hear that, you know, you do, you know, you're the stuntman on the show, or, or you build race cars, and you race, and What's that like? And I just have an opportunity. To, how'd you get into that, Sammy? Say, look, man, I could just tell you this. I'm a Christian, and God has given me my gifts and talents, just like he's given you your gifts and talents. A lot of times you just don't recognize who the giver was. But, you know, and most of the time, like one of my dearest buddies is Robert Patrick, the Terminator 2, the liquid cop. He is an absolute beautiful, beautiful man. And he loves the Lord, and he does so much for so many people out there behind the scenes that never, ever, ever says anything about it. I mean, he's just that kind of guy. He's a great guy. And they ask him what his faith is, he's a Christian. But he doesn't go around, you know, showing everybody that that this is what I did for you, this is what I did. He doesn't do that. He's a super guy, man. And he does a lot for a lot of people. Wow. And the neat thing is that Right, Sammy, you do this kind of work all around the world. So if there's an organization and you want to put on a phenomenal event, uh, which, Andy, we, we need to talk to him about coming to North Carolina, do something for Energized Ministry in the Christian Car Show. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think, I think that's like before you ask him about that, Robbie, I just want to follow up on your last comment. You know, Sammy, Sammy's shop is right there in the, in the streets of L.A. and He has an unbelievable motor shop with a dyno and – Lots of testosterone floating around out there. But uh, I tell you, you know, as, as he mentioned, there's a lot of, like, very recognizable guys and names that you would see on the silver screen there that come to Sammy to have hot rods built and motor work done. And uh, and one of the things they see when they show up there is a ministry truck. And, and if I'm not mistaken, Sammy, I think it still sits right there at your shop, doesn't it? It sure does. It's called Winning at the Race of Life. That's our outreach. And- and he is right yeah, so, on. So, you know, well, well, before you tell us about it, my, my point is, you know, they can't help but notice that thing in there. And I'm sure that sparked some conversations with the guys that weren't expecting to see that when they show up there, doesn't it? Absolutely it does. And when they show up and they ask me what that is, it gives me the, the greatest opportunity to show what my Heavenly Father's doing in our life. And he, i go, yeah. I got to go back to him all the time because I'm telling you, after doing this for 20-some years, he is the biggest part of my life. That is awesome. Well, tell, tell us, Sammy, what, like you, we mentioned winning at the Race of Life, so tell us what that is and how, and, and, and before you do, one more thing I want to point out, Robbie, you know, it was just last week that we had Elliot Anthony on the show, and he used that phrase several times. What are your God-given gifts, talents, and abilities, and how are you using them for the kingdom? And I think that's such a good prayer for us to keep in our minds and to, and to be focused on, and Tommy's just, or uh, Sammy's just reiterating that right now, okay? So the exact same thing. So here, here Sammy takes his God-given gifts and, and, and the talents. And he and takes them on the road. <laughs> yeah. In so, more so ways Sammy, than one. Tell, yeah. us, tell, us, tell, tell us all about it. Well, winning at the race of life is I have the opportunity to take my stunt car, my big truck, and go all over the United States. I speak to schools, colleges, 
prison, juvenile hall, businessmen, businesswomen, churches, and corporate America. I bring my stunt car. I bring, you know, my team, singer. We put on, I speak. Before I speak, Janine, she comes out, she sings. And then I put on a stunt show afterwards. I give everybody rides. But most of the time, what I speak about is this. Look, there's geniuses laying in the gutters. There's college graduates everywhere who've got enough diplomas that we can plaster your walls and mine with. But they're on Crocker and Fifth out here on a place called Skid Row because they haven't really figured out their true gifts, talents, calling, vision, or purpose. So they keep doing career changes every two years until they're in so much debt they can't even go to school. But God showed me that he gives us our heart's desires. Your rewards in life are based on one thing, problems you solve. So that's what I train. I train people how to win from the inside out. I train them, look, you can't have a good relationship if you have bad thoughts. You can't have a victorious life if you have defeated thoughts because everyone's defeated from the inside out. God showed me years ago there's only three ways that his children are failing, only three. The first one is thoughts. The, second, the Bible says, as you think in your heart, so it is. So whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. He said, take all thoughts captive. Cast down the vain imagination. Imaginations of you not making it. See, the Bible says the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. Carnal, man. Chili can carny, man. It's flesh. They're mighty through God and pulling down strongholds. Strongholds of your past. What somebody said when you were a little kid about you. So the first way you fail is your thoughts, because your thoughts start creating what you believe. What you believe is what you start speaking about. So the second way you fail is words. Words are containers. They carry power. They leave your mouth, but they will not leave your life. The Bible says death and life is in the power of your tongue. It's not what goes in your mouth that destroys you, it's what comes out. By your words, you're justified. By your words, you're condemned. The Bible said you're snared by your words. In Mark eleven twenty three, it says you have what you say. So the second way you fail is your word. And the third way you fail is who you associate with. Man, you can't hook a 50-inch tall tire and a 25-inch tall tire together and roll them and think you're going to go straight. You put a you put the big one with the little one, hook them up, you're going to live your life in riddles, man. Hook up with the wrong people in life, you'll undermine, discount, ruin, and abort your future. You'll rummage back through the rubble in your life trying to find one little reason why you hung it out with that individual that aborted your future and try to justify it just so you can have a peace of mind. Don't do it. Don't do it. So you can see, you can bring Sammy and Janine to sing and then the stunt show. And can you imagine all this going on in your church parking lot? And the and the, the neat thing about it, Andy, as you say, that it's just a whole different platform to reach people for Jesus that aren't going to look at stained glass and go, oh, man, I can hardly wait to get in there. <laughs> you know, that, that is exactly right. And, and as you can tell, Sammy has such a good practical way of laying things out with visual pictures, especially if you're a car guy, that it just makes sense. And so, uh, you know, I, I have seen the Lord bless his ministry there, and, and uh, we're going to pray that it continues. And, and uh, Robbie, I know you got a, a break coming up, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have to duck out here because I'm in the midst of this prayer walk, and I want to just one more time remember, remember mind uh, listeners if you get a second just right now even just say a prayer for this event tonight this is this is a large-scale christian outreach event and we're in the midst of circling the georgia dome preparing for the winter jam 
uh, concert series tonight. So, But I know, uh, before you just check out like that, Andy, okay. I, I do have to say this. You know, you've got the Pray for Your Pastor tour going on, which is a way that God's used your talents and abilities. And, and while the people are praying about the event tonight in Atlanta, which is huge, which is awesome, but, man, those pastors are under attack, and we're so thankful for your ministry, and, I, and I, I'm hoping you'll say a word about that right now. Yeah, I, I will, actually, Robbie. In fact, uh, in fact, there's just some heartbreaking stuff going on in, in my mind right this minute, actually, with with uh, some pastors and families that I know, and uh, and I would just appreciate the prayers of everyone listening right now. Just a, kind of an unspoken request, but uh, we're, we're in a bit of a midst of a crisis and some counseling with uh, some pastors in our area, and uh, and so I uh, just appreciate everybody's prayers for that right now, and, and continue to lift up our ministry as well as Sammy's Winning at the Christ of Life and, and Sammy's personality, and, uh, and and really all the other ministries, Rob. I mean, there's no there's no shortage of needs out there. As Sammy pointed out, God calls us to each in unique areas, and, he, and He's gifted us with unique and little niches to focus on. So, uh, you know, if you, I, I could preach all day about that, but I'll leave it at that. We've got some heavy prayer requests going on right now. I certainly appreciate your prayers in that regard. Thank you, and, Andy. Uh, God bless you, brother. We appreciate it. We got a little more. Sammy, of course, we're going to find out about my 102-year-old friend, Miss Beck, and her new helmet. We got all that coming up in the last segment of Christian Car Guys. So keep buckled in. We got a lot coming your way. be wondering, am I listening to the Christian Car Guy show? Yes, you are. There's a very specific reason I played that song, which I, I'm going to get to in, we're going to call this story, Mrs. Miss Beck's New Helmet. She isn't Mrs. She's my 102-year-old friend that I talked about. 102-year-old Saint Sammy that really, if you go in and you see her right now, she and you start to say anything almost, you're going to start... She's going to start quoting Bible passages and, and all those kind of things. Well, this Thursday, when I walked and knocked on her door, uh, Miss Bix, and, and, and I could tell that I woke her up. And she, you know, was kind of startled. And I said, Miss Beck, have you, ever, have you ever thought about Isaiah 59? She was sitting there and she was trying to wake up from the nap, a 102-year-old lady. But I know Miss Beck well enough to, if I engage her at the Bible, she that engages her immediately. And I said, Miss Beck, have you ever thought about Isaiah 59? And she immediately starts quoting it, Isaiah 59. And I said, okay, okay, I, I, so you're there with me. I said, have you ever thought about why Jesus would have to put on the helmet of salvation? And she goes, what do you mean? I said, well, in Isaiah 59, it's in Ephesians 6 as well, Isaiah's talking about that the arm of the Lord is not too short. So he's working out his own salvation and she knows the passage. And I said, why is it that he put on the helmet of salvation? Why would he need a helmet of salvation? And she looked at me and she goes, well, I never thought about that. And I said, well, a friend of mine and I were thinking about that today is why would Jesus need to put on the helmet of salvation? And as we thought about that, we both pictured the passion of the Christ. 
and you remember the movie, and it was interesting. We had the exact same picture at the same time, me and my friend. When the man was flogging Jesus, he kept on flogging him and flogging him, but one of the reasons it drove him on, we felt like, was that Jesus wouldn't break. He was hard-headed. What was he hard-headed with? He was hard-headed with the idea of your salvation and my salvation. He was resolute. He was, he was focused on what his mission was. And yeah. so that man that was trying to break him, when he wouldn't break, it would just cause him to, to whip and whip and whip. And the more I thought about that, the more I realized that, whoa, Jesus was so resolute on that while he was at the cross that he, he was praying for the people that were driving the nails through his hands. He was praying for that man that was whipping him. Yes. <clears throat> and that's, that's the helmet that Isaiah is talking about, that he was going to put on this like a vengeance and he was going to wrap himself like zeal. And, and Sammy's a perfect person to have talk about zeal. Because he was rescuing his, his beloved. He was rescuing you and me from the evil that had grabbed us. And so he had put on this hard helmet of righteousness. Now, if there's no way I can explain to you the look that came over Miss Beck's eyes as she began to see this Bible truth come alive in her own heart. And this lady who had not been to devotions probably in two years, she used to always lead it. But in recent years, you know, at 102, Robbie, I'm, I'm just lazy. I don't feel like coming today. You know, I'd go visit her. Well, on Thursday morning, she stands up and she goes, I'm going to devotion today. Wow. <laughs> you could just see how this 102-year-old saint had grasped this new thought, and she put that helmet on right there and then, Sammy. And the, the thing I thought about is I thought about this now. How about this helmet for me and you? Yeah. And was... Paul, when he was describing that helmet, remembering Stephen's helmet, right? Because you remember Stephen was getting stoned. And what did Stephen say as he was dying, as he, he saw heaven go up, and then he said, Lord, don't hold this against them, right? Because Stephen had that same helmet on. He was thinking about all those people standing around. And guess what? Paul was one of those guys. Yeah. And so the question is, was Paul referring to Stephen's helmet, perhaps, as he was penning those verses that Stephen had this hard-headed love for the kingdom moving forward that I can put on that same helmet now that Miss Beck put on, that you could put on, Sammy. And I got to tell you, Miss Beck got a new helmet on Thursday morning, and I did too. Well, that's so, <clears throat> that's so powerful that you say that. But if you remember exactly why that happened, Jesus walked the earth as the Son of Man. He walked this earth to demonstrate to us exactly how to fight and have victory in every battle, even when it seemed like it wasn't going his way. He still did what the Father said to do. And that's and that is so powerful what you're saying. And and that's a that's a powerful thing to get that helmet of salvation on because your victories are always going to be won or lost in a battleground to the mind. You know, and, and that's a that's a powerful statement what you just said. And I tell you right now, what why that why Mrs. Beck got up is because when you ministered that supernatural truth, the Bible says the Word of God is life to those who find it, and medicine and health to all of the flesh, excitement to all the flesh. You bursted her with a new, new something she already knew, just stirred it up again. Yeah, and the other thing, the reason I played that song was when we went to devotions. 
Miss Beck played the piano all those years. She Whoa. started to sing that song to everybody. I'd never heard the song before, actually. But when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. And yeah. and, and and when I told the story how Miss Beck sang it out, my producer, Johnny Angel, who's, in, who's producing the show today, he said, oh, I know that song. And so we got it for the show today so you could hear. Miss Beck immediately knew the whole thing because she had been singing the song for i guess 102 years or whatever but sammy now you you're you're putting on that helmet and you got to go do a stunt that that could possibly cost your life can you give us a little bit of the mindset of what you're thinking when you've got to do something that just seems like it's impossible well i could tell you on on the movie fast and furious 2 too fast too furious i was the cat driving the corvette that was never supposed to flip. You know, it was the stunt went exactly the way we we planned it, except the Corvette was never supposed to, the convertible vet with no roll cage was not supposed to flip. But, Robbie, I got to tell you, when you're on purpose thinking of the Holy Spirit, let me say that one more time, on purpose thinking of the Holy Spirit, you're going to hear his voice. And God told me exactly what to do on that day. And if you guys remember back when that, the whole scene was when the 18-wheeler ran over the <clears throat> Mustang and then kicked the Mustang out from underneath the, the rig. I come in in a convertible Corvette. Well, God told me to put angels around that car, and I spoke, and the people on that set watched me do it. I got in that car, and now you said something. How do you put your mind? Look it. I gave that care to God. If you look back what happened to Job, Job said the thing he greatly feared came upon him. Well. Fear is a spirit. God said, I didn't give you the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So I casted that care onto God, and then I put my mind in order. I just started praying in the spirit. They said, action. Within seconds, I couldn't see what was going on. I hear my buddies on the radio trying to abort this thing, but the but the stunt coordinator, second unit director, didn't get it. We heard them say, action. But they didn't hear us say, we can't see, we can't see, because Satan is still the father of the air. He interrupted those airways. I'm still, I can't let off the throttle now because I got 50 cars behind me and clouds of smoke. We couldn't see. If I let off, it's going to stack them all up. But I didn't care. I was at peace, my friend. Peace inside of me. 55 miles an hour, I hear my, the, the, camera uh, 18-wheeler guy goes sammy we're doing 55 i reach over and i flip the camera on sammy we only got a few seconds so you gotta you gotta bring us home well to make a long story short the stunt didn't go right but the car i hit my convertible my convertible vet went straight up in the air flipped and crushed to the ground but not one hair on my head was touched and i believe it for one thing my mind was at peace i gave the care to god and i didn't i didn't second guess it there you go you got to put on that helmet the helmet of salvation (laughs) put it on this week and see what god can do with you thank you for listening